The impending award of the Pentagon's Jedi cloud contract has consumed the attention of a good portion of the defense IT community. But when it comes to cloud migrations, the Navy is not waiting for Jedi if it ever is awarded. In fact, the Navy has just finished moving its gigantic enterprise resource planning system to a commercial cloud of its own choosing. And as Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports, this is one of the biggest moves to the cloud in North American history. Navy ERP is one of the largest data systems in the Defense Department, and within DOD, as a general matter, ERP systems have something of a checkered history. But Navy officials say so far, this particular project has been a success story. Over the last 10 months, the Navy Department's acquisition and technical communities finished a tech refresh on the system, overhauled their business processes, and moved the ERP to Amazon Web Services in tandem. The cloud-hosted version of the system went live last week. James Gertz, the Assistant Secretary of the Navy for Research, Development, and Acquisition, says it was originally plan to take twice as long as it did. Quite frankly, we thought it would take us 20 months, and we really challenged the team to think differently. Don't do business as usual about how we award contracts. Don't do business as usual about how we uh, cyber check the contracts. Don't do business as usual of, uh, you know, going to just a traditional partner, look for, look for best performers. And so uh, this was a key element of the overall business transformation plan we're trying to do in the Department of Navy. So as we, you know, rig for speed on the operational force, we rig for speed on the sustaining elements of the force. Uh, we've also got a rig for speed on the back office uh, support element because if we don't get the back office piece right, we will not be able to, you know, act with the urgency and agility we need to do to support. Uh, folks in the field. The work is part of a $100 million contract the Navy awarded last year via the General Services Administration. The prime vendor is a small business called Advanced Solutions Incorporated. The Navy says that firm worked with larger partners to handle the transition to Amazon's GovCloud. And officials say there are clear business and mission reasons to put Navy ERP in the cloud. It already handles about half of the Navy and Marine Corps' financial and logistics transactions each year and has more than 60,000 users. But as of now, the Navy has nine separate general ledger systems. Almost all of the rest are much older, relying on outdated programming languages like COBOL. Thomas Harker is the Assistant Secretary of the Navy for Financial Management. The migration of the other general ledgers will increase our visibility into the data. Right now, for us to go through financial reporting or any data analytics, we have to pull data from you know, nine different systems, not all of which are configured the same, um, slice it and dice it and put it all together uh, creates challenges in financial reporting. It also creates any challenges in doing advanced analytics around that data. So immediate impact, uh, we have reports that were taking us five, six hours to run. Yeah, we can now do them in 30 minutes. So that's the quantifiable test results after going live. I anticipate incredible speed things across the board. So as people are entering contracts, entering invoices, managing the whole budget execution process, uh, it'll be much faster. On the logistics side, same thing. A lot of our logistics data is in the ERP system. Uh, we had challenges with the ERP at different times uh, during financial reporting and then also during logistics. There were times when it went down. We had, a, I think, a four-day drop last November. Uh, which we had to do workarounds for. Some of the consolidation work is already on the near-term roadmap. First, the Navy plans to tackle several of the separate systems that track transactions in its working capital funds. The first of six of those is scheduled to transition in October, and the last is set to move about a year later. Once that's done, the rest of the activity in the Navy's general fund will start moving to the cloud-hosted ERP. That will take longer. Officials don't expect to finish until 2022. 
The Navy expects to see immediate cybersecurity benefits as well, not just because the system's in the cloud, but because it will be protecting one financial system instead of nine. Again, James Gertz. I think it is a widely accepted practice if you can move from many different disparate systems that you've got to independently always be checking and protecting and, and dealing with vulnerabilities and get that into a more, more coherent single system that reduces the attack surface and allows you to much more efficiently ensure that you're always keeping that infrastructure up to date. And the fact that it's cloud-based, that kind of comes with the cloud provider, and so then the government isn't having to do all this tailor-made cyber activity that we have to do when you have a, a system on its own hardware infrastructure and in a bunch of disparate systems. Navy officials think the ERP migration has already started to serve as a sort of pathfinder for how to move large defense IT systems to cloud environments. It is, for example, the first time the Navy has used the Defense Information Systems Agency's cloud access point to move data between government networks and commercial cloud facilities. The Pentagon is aiming for large cloud migrations on a department-wide scale through its JEDI contract, but that project has been held up, first by bid protests and now by a new review by Defense Secretary Mark Esper. But the Navy has made clear for months that it doesn't intend to let the wait for JEDI hold it back from large-scale cloud migrations. It's also working on a project to consolidate nine separate manpower and personnel databases into a single authoritative data source. And at least until JEDI is ready, the plan is to put those systems in Amazon's GovCloud 2. But Gert says that doesn't necessarily mean they'll stay there. Again, I think once you convert your architecture to a cloud-based architecture, the cloud provider becomes a lot less of a challenge than if you've got a, you know, a hardwired, non-cloud-based app. And so, you know, making this step, and you know, it was again a fairly large step. I think it was you know, one of the largest migrations uh, to a cloud-based system in North America. In fact, it may be the largest. ERP migration in uh, in North America, um, that sets up up well to then put those applications and data on wherever the cloud provider is coming from, and so it kind of decouples the application in, from the infrastructure, and then gives us a lot more flexibility as we go forward. Whether it's JEDI or whatever other cloud-based system we decide to ride on. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at pluralsight.com slash vision.